Welcome to another episode of Odds and Ends and Friends, a related podcast. In this episode, Mark and I dive deep into the financial aspect of what's going on here in NFT land. While we come from different backgrounds, he's a doctor, I'm in marketing, we both have a unique kind of perspective of how we approach the literal money aspects of NFT land. And we know that you probably have your own approach. So these are the types of conversations that are going on in the related Discord. Stop on by. Our Twitter is available for everyone at related underscore AI in the middle. And please, if you like what we're doing here, share it with a friend or jump on the pod. Tag us. Say hello. We're always doing cool things. Yes, we've got fun guests from the NFT space, fun people that we've met inside. We're talking to founders. We're talking to CEOs. But we also want to get to know you. So stop on by and enjoy the show. Oh, special edition, Mark and Craig. We've got the link. The guys might fall in as well. It's a, it's a Hopefully unique they pop time, in. but we're going to talk about, I think, the thing that the space says don't do, NFA, no, no, not financial advice. This isn't financial <laughs> advice either, but I'm, I'm personally intrigued by the different perspectives financially in this NFT space. And you coming, we're, we're both technically coming from, you know, a professional background. Yours is better than mine. You're a doctor. You, you trained for many, many years. Yeah. I've got a marketing agency. We know Hank's got a successful business. Ed's got a successful business and he's a teacher. Like all of us come differently. And the, the funny thing is I found like my own little weird kind of game to play, which is I don't put new money in to NFT land since the beginning. Since my beginning in NFT land in 2021, I talked to my wife, which I recommend, not financial advice, I recommend to anybody. I spoke to my yes. wife about a total top amount. I have had a gambling mentality. I'm the guy, there's pictures of me in Vegas with nothing left, like I'm that guy. <laughs> so I was fortunate enough to be able to roll and roll and roll. And yes, did I buy things on, on a credit card and then took money out and paid myself back? 100% because like, to buy some things on Nifty Gateway. And this other thing, I had to use credit a card, but I always took yeah. money out of ETH and back in. How, is that, is, am I the abnormal? Is that what people are doing? Is it, what's your take on, and or is it, again, so connected to like a person's personal number kind of thing? What's your take on how people are ex, kind of like, internalizing the financial aspect of the space. Yeah, I think you are, you know, in the minority in that regard, you have excellent self-control. Kind of you to say, my my wife wouldn't agree. For some people who can't, (laughs) well, I I mean, I like, you know, I know you could throw in a little bit more here and there. And there's multiple times like I there's, but, but that that's, that's the gamification I'm doing to myself. Right. Like, right. And it hurts me in some cases, because if I pick a winner and I knew something, for example, I, I bought some Nakamigos yeah. a couple weeks ago. People may have seen if they're listening. It was Great a win. win and it got me my kill a bit. Right. Yeah. But I've had that happen yeah. multiple times on my journey. And it's almost like I'm creating those moments. Does it make me crazy and or stupid that I have had this that what you what you saw me do with the Nakamigos flip into getting a bit. Mm-hmm. I got a little lucky on MetaWin. Shout out MetaWin, whatever addictive thing. I don't. I have not gone back. By the way, I have not gone back. But am I dumb 
That's also self-control. True. I, it's funny that you're saying this. I think I think See? you're revealing that I have matured in my life. But you I definitely didn't feel have. that way. I appreciate that so much because I I guess I still view myself as the 22-year-old who on the roulette table <laughs> down to literally $0 in my checking account. Like that's the way I still see myself. That is not how I'm acting in NFT land. No, it's not. I never would have known that you had that side to you unless you told me. Because all I see is like, you know, you're having fun doing this. But if you won one from MetaWin and you didn't go back and you're not going to put in any, any extra funds. I, like, I went back the next really day, but then I stopped. I'm a, <laughs> you just, all right, fair. I mean, that's I still happening that. in me. But give yourself credit for the oh, self-control. That's very that's kind of you. So you, you, you think that the way I view it now, I, I've said this on other pods, too. Um, I, I fundamentally believe in taking some sort of profit quarterly, even if it's a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just always believed in that. And I see people tweeting about that and stuff. But are are they doing it? Is it too personal for me to even ask if you do such things? Like, I won't be offended if you're like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, I can talk about it. Um, for me, it's not taking anything like out. Like if I was to get profit, I can just like keep it in ETH. Gotcha. In a random wallet or in Coinbase or something Stack. like that, because I don't need it right now. Like, and you know, and Ed and I were talking about this about like accepting wheat offers on on an NFT, and if I don't need that money right then, if I'm not going to do something with it, like I'd rather just you know let it sit. And it may go down sure. further. That's fine. But if I have a hard time just accepting a lowball offer if I'm not going to turn that into something. It else. has been painful for me at times when I did it because of like, so I'm yeah. in that moment now. We're recording the day before, um, the day before the Cubs mint. That's some very exciting time in that, you know, th- there was a lot more of these moments in 2021 into 2022. I think it kind of cooled off on a, on a minting experience or dare I say mm-hmm. there haven't been as many companies that knew how to build hype around it. To me, that used to happen a lot. I forget exactly when you, you got in late 21 or early 22. Um, overall I got in probably early 21, but nothing really until gotcha. summer. So you were around though, when like, or 22, sorry, no, 22. Okay. So 22, you would have missed. So yeah, there yeah. was these psych. I missed all the well, fun. No, no, no. I hear that. I'm not sure about that because some stuff, not only is some fun back, but like now's the time of where we're like, our friendship and Ed and Hank and what we're doing, it would have been right. harder to even do that in the summer of 21. I was so frazzed okay. out, like the meme of the guy with the hair everywhere because of checking <laughs> yeah. numbers and running my shitty, terrible spreadsheets and stuff. No organization other than me going like, I've got this tracked. I know what's going on. I didn't. <laughs> I got a lot of uh, a lucky. But in that 2021 and 22, there were some, there was Mechaverse, which was a really pre-hyped launch that went crazy. There was obviously Moonbirds that came uh, a little after that. Before that, Invisible Friends was one where the marketing beforehand was so strong that it, I dare I say, artificially inflated the value of the damn asset. And that ended mm. up okay. hurting what we now see, which is these downswings for these companies that theoretically could actually have good products that they roll out. They just get shit on by yeah. the <laughs> NFT holders. But right, pubs right. minting, there this feels similar to the hype growth, but different in that it's their, I guess I would say fourth generation drop. This is not their first drop. They went OG bears, airdrop bits, 
uh, killer traits. There's a killer pass in between that I don't think is necessarily mm-hmm. uh, in order there. And now here we are coming into Cubs, and I'm pl- and all the oh, OEs shit. too, right? Of course, yeah, fifty thousand units, one. of course, right? So yeah. very different of a hype cycle. And now here I am, and you guys are, you know, we have our channel, and I'm tweeting about it too. Like I'm on my stack journey so that I can mint a couple Cubs with money I didn't have to drop in or pull from like another source. Like, you know what I mean by that? Like, mm-hmm. I think all of us, I, I don't stack as much ETH as I think some do, right? Because what'll happen is I'll, I'll get it up there and then, you know, I want a TV or something. You know, I'm, the, I'm weak that way. I'm so <laughs> right, weak right. that way. But do, do you think that with a mint like this coming, again, I'm probably in the minority of like stacking to it, do you feel like most of what's going to be happening are the OGs and the already existing community kind of snatching it up? Or do you feel that there's enough of them for new people? There's 8888, 8,888, but a da- more than a third of them are going directly to OG bears. We know that. We absolutely know mm-hmm. that. So it really only leaves 5555. What do you think? With everything you've seen in the market, are we getting a bunch of new people? It's okay if we don't, but what are your thoughts? Well, I want to focus on that last comment that you said that it's okay if we don't. I think that for any company to grow, they have to keep getting new consumers. So I would be more concerned if it was only the OG people in and they were buying up all the Cubs because you're not really growing in that regard. And I do think that I do think that the team is aware of that. I think that a lot of the OG holders are probably you know aware of that too. So. While there will be a lot acquired by everybody already with it, everybody's goal is to expand the Killiverse and to bring in new people. And so I think that, you know, a lot of the promotion lately has been from the team, from the community to try to get that outreach and try to let people know that while 0.25 may seem like a lot for a mint, you know, you'll probably get that value back in some sort of airdrop or reward, staking reward later on that. You know, it's just paying it now to get something in the future. Interesting. And and even I don't uh, well, yeah. I agree with you. I, I agree. I think the evidence in what they've done shows that they found ways to add value for everything that they do. But let's let's talk about that because I'm glad you pushed back on that. The the broader space doesn't have as many people as it did. This is just the facts of active wallets, things like that. And we are talking about of sub twenty thousand daily active uh, individuals, right? What do you think actually breaks us through to new people? Because I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put one piece of gas on that too. It feels like that never would be a mint for five hundred plus dollars. That's going to bring in folks off the street, so to speak. But that's my take. What do you think? So I agree. I think that just a random mint, you know, is not going to bring somebody in, especially when it's that much money. But what I think helps bring people in is the is seeing the joy that others are having do this and seeing the brand out there from whatever whatever project or company it is. If you're seeing the brand, if you're seeing events or, you know, merchandise, et cetera, it gets you interested in learning more about it. And it's not going to be like an immediate, I'm going to go buy right in. But it's going to be, I'm going to think about this and like, you'll keep, you know, being aware of what's going on. And that's going to then eventually lead to the point of like, all right, I'm time to get in. Why don't we sit down show me how to do this? So it's a slow game with this, 
but I do think that that's the real move. If you just try to say like, we're going to expand now, there's too much of a barrier right now to get everybody involved into setting up a wallet, let alone, you know, buying the NFT. And, and you, I, I appreciate that take because I think on my end, I, I go back to some of the things y'all have heard me say before. So I apologize for that broken recordness of it, but the, 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 the holders that have been around and even I'm new, I'm new and I'm already a fan. I'm already a fan finding ways you were amazing getting merch that, you know, for, for me to have as part, yes, it'll be I'm there so soon. Excited, actually tomorrow, tomorrow I, right? I think you're right. Which how beautiful is that? Yeah. Almost like this, like kismet. I know Ed's is going to be one okay. day late. That's okay. He's in a different time zone. No. It doesn't count. <laughs> but like his fault. that, that <laughs> tangible thing, which is that hoodie, that shirt, being able to watch a program or watch a cartoon. I, I, I'm going to bring up proof for a second, for, for a second. Yeah. Uh, Cause there's a couple we could talk about. They dropped a one minute trailer for a Moonbirds cartoon that I think looks phenomenal. I, I really do. I really do. That, and then they actually hired a, a professional animation studio. They decided rather than let's figure this out in-house, yes. we're just going to hire someone that already does it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Not everyone has a Mikhail. Not everyone has a creative director that literally has done all yeah. these things that could do that. So I love that they did that. And I can understand how you could now take that one minute, maybe do a three minute, maybe then do an eight minute short and build fans that have no connection, literally zero connection to the NFT. They might've just thought that was a cute bird. Or, and here's why I loop it back, I showed my wife the Killer Bears uh, trailer and I showed it to my business partner. And they had the same reaction I did. They were like, that is better than I thought it was going to be. They, like, I tried to explain like, this was shot with real people, real cameras. Like, there's no way you could gamify. They got me on a Stranger Things nostalgia vibe and mm-hmm. i was late to watching that my long-winded question to you is i fu- i just so passionately believe that we need more of that stuff to create free members if you will no one can see me do the air quotes on the on the on the podcast but <laughs> i don't think we need endless amounts of holders as much as we need fans of the lore, IP, I don't care, the merch even. What's your, am I like Mm -hmm. totally off base? No, I agree with you on that one. It's what you're describing though takes a lot more creativity and a lot more work, right? And that's the hard part. But that's where where people who have a good background and doing it in Web 2 and coming into Web 3 are, you know, falling back on what got them there. So it's different than if you just started in Web3 because that's it's a whole different world there. But when you blend the two, it makes it, you know, you can take the best of both and try to blend but them What's easier. your take on like this Web3 specific environment is crushing some mm-hmm. people. And what I mean by that is there's individuals that get shit on and they're leaving. And I get it. And I totally get it. Creatives, yeah. I am not technically one of them necessarily. I've not produced a a video, a movie Same that my, my creativity comes in different ways, but they're, they're individuals that I believe deserve, deserve to be lifted up in, and typically pre web three, I think they were, I think creatives like as a whole, we usually will see like that great poet, that great videographer, that great photographer, and we lift them up. Yeah. But something is kind of turned that in web three where the creator can be amazing, but the impatience of the space starts diluting that. Yeah. 
are we, like I'm worried, personally worried, not about the tech. I, I believe the tech is forever. I, I think the blockchain was going to just be, right? But I'm worried about the graph of like, we're not necessarily incentivizing the true creatives to want to even live here right this second. That's not the end of the world because it, there's plenty of time. Mm-hmm. But isn't that why we're in this gap right now? Or, or And maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like that's where a lot of the, the bear comes from is that we're getting crickets. But we bro- we broke some yeah. people, Mark. We broke them. <laughs> well, you were longer than me, so I'm going to. You should. You them. should know. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> what if that is my fault? There was a tw- what if a tweet I had is why Poopy from Doodles is shit on everybody. <laughs> Craig broke me. Yes. Oh, I want I will that say, so Mark, bad. I did feel like I wielded power one time back in the early days. Because I moved, well, we'll not be sure about this. I can't prove it. But I tweeted some shit and like floor prices of things I was tweeting were were moving because it was early days for smaller projects. So, and I had direct connects with a few people. I would go to David and I'd be like, David, you will not fucking believe this. I tweeted about this thing. What did David think? Four more people bought it. That was all it took, by the way. And the floor shot up and then I sold it. And then I just forgot Yes, right? They were your exit liquidity. <laughs> I ended up buying that. In all fairness, I still okay, okay, own okay. that thing. That was I can speak proudly of it. That That's was a good. meta key. That was a That's meta good. key that I love and I still have. But how crazy, like that shouldn't that That's should not awesome. be possible is what I'm getting at. You shouldn't be able I to get, do yeah. it. Am I again I'm being a little facetious, but the reality is there are cool people that might never come back because of right maybe maybe the word i should use is the tone the tone in the space can get strange killer bears was on a positivity heater for a year but this week the fud came the the fear the uncertainty the doubt mm-hmm. i didn't even know until i saw again ben himself uh getting into uh, not defense mode by any means but just excited by the fud cuz usually a good sign but yeah, right. that's weird, right? You've got something that ran for a year under almost everyone's radar, positivity crazy, but right at the moment of a mint, the market, and by the market, I mean like four loud negative people, four, it's, it's four, right? It's so few, <laughs> right, right. can change the moment. Can that yeah. be healthy for where this space is going? No, I don't think that could be healthy for anything. I mean, I think I fell trap initially when I was getting into this of not doing enough research and I would follow somebody like you who tweeted <laughs> or oh, no. posted and then I'd get in and I'd be their exit liquidity and like it, you know, it took, it takes a lot to learn, which is hard too, right? So I think that that's what's unique right now with Kill Bears in the community is that everybody understands like where they were at the beginning and anybody who's coming in now, like people want to help them out. They want to make sure they stay away from scams. Yeah. They want to make sure that they're in No, you were helping me last night. I mean, night. there's like a different You were helping info. me literally last yeah. night trying to connect my damn ledger because that's not happening right now. <laughs> right. Oh man, what a, what a mess. I hope it gets well, fixed for tomorrow. Well, that's where some of my Cubs money is sitting on a, on a locked <laughs> ledger. <laughs> Same here. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> this is why Oops, tomorrow right. is going to be my WEF offer except sadness day. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh no. Oh, I hope it gets fixed in time, but it's been going on for a while. Well, and that's because where we um, are in the space is this tech is new, new. 
new, new to the new, new, right? right. Like we, we talk about money crashing in and investment and all that, but fundamentally this shit is new. Like you blew my mind. I'm not too proud to admit. I, and it's embarrassing. I did not n- properly understand that I could t- technically connect my ledger to any computer and get to the same stuff. I kind of thought that I had to go back to my desktop yeah. to operate. And that's so backwards because I should know better. I should know better, but I forgot yeah, all, right. all my best practices. Well, you forgot it because you. the problem too is you set it up two yes. years ago and who remembers anything? Only Hinky and ago, really, Ed. like unless it's a fun memory or whatever. Yeah, those guys remember they got everything. Twelve years of like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, we got to move it from over here to over there. Yeah, I don't have enough. Oh shit, I don't have enough of those moments. I, I guess that's good, but you're right. You know, being in this longer does make you wiser, right? Or you just leave. <laughs> I mean, that's really what ends up happening. <laughs> well, it, but I was the same thing with me. Like Ed was helping me out when that whole ledger thing happened because it actually timed up with the same time my phone was lost. So I was worried, like, was there something that was connected? Oh my that God, way? what a mental uh, nightmare. I think my anxiety yeah. would have. So he was really big at helping me with that. Shout out <laughs> to did. Ed. Shout out. I know I texted him. I said, I needed an emergency call, oh please. God. Isn't it so cool so, though he was to have friends but, that know the, what the fuck's going on? It can help you. Yes. And, and I think that's the thing, like to go back to what you were saying, like, if all of these projects went to zero, like I would still be here hanging out with you same, guys. Same on my end. And that that's what a lot of people didn't have initially. Like people were in it for the quick flip and the money. But like when we're here, like I know everybody says like it's all about the community, but like, you know, it actually is when you find the right community. Bingo. So I think that's the thing. Like find like it may take you a while, but when you find the right one, it's going to keep you in no matter what, you know. I agree with you. Ultimately, like I enjoyed spending time with you guys. And when we're not hanging out, I miss hanging out with you guys. So if we make or lose money along the way, like we end up with Same. each other. And, and it'll happen again, the hangouts and the other things, because the friendships yeah. that you create that you want to keep can become friends outside of Discord. And I think that's a confusing thing for a lot of people. They get caught in Twitter. They get caught in Discord. And I'm I'm totally sensitive to they may not be able to travel. So I'm not trying to put this on them, like get to a yeah. thing, you'll get it, you'll understand. But there is something special about being next to the people. Zoom's great and a Discord call is great. Even this is great. I would re- I'll be I'll be honest, I would yeah. recommend to anyone having negative feelings in the space, uh, do the free uh Zoom or free Riverside and start your own little podcast for zero dollars. It's literally zero dollars. Use great the idea. free one. Invite one person from the Discord. People say yes like crazy to this. That's how I started it. I'm just like, Ed, you want to do this thing? Let's do this thing. Let's talk. Let's just be friends. Really? That's how it started? I was inspired by the relationships I made in oddities, and Ed was the the big one, right? And I've always known, shout out to Gary Vee, that like a podcast is definitely something that fosters connection. I never intended for it to be even business related. And that proof is that our subject matter is not, not business related. Our subject matter is not clarity, creative related. It's that Ed and I were like, let's, let's go. And I, I invited him on to be like, let's, let's co this thing. And then this, this is before we met, but like he, he had the, he still does the successful newsletter and they kind of acquired the podcast and that's how we kind of unified it. Like it, it became a very fun way for me to spend my NFT time. 
And I wish that and want that forever. Maybe we need to put out like a little, I'll get Brian to help me with a thread, like how you can do your own podcast for no dollars, right? Because it can be free. And then if they grow it and they need Brian, he'll totally help them out. You know what I mean? But more people yeah. need to realize there's, there's joys behind the money. Money's cool, but money like can be so damn toxic when there's not a good, I think like baseline. Like I've got a good enough baseline that if my Nakamigos would have totally went to zero or this Pepe that I'm playing with right now goes to zero, it's not changing like my entire life. It's not bringing me down to my knees. But for some people, it just feels like they have it really attached. So how did mm -hmm. you balance that? You as literally you individually, is it that you just chose not to put a certain percentage of your total beyond that? Like, how did you determine what you were willing to play with? Um, so my wife and I, for, I don't know, a while now, six, seven years, maybe even longer, we have like our, our annual, like family planning, financial love, meeting, whatever. First of all, I, I love that. PowerPoint, some Help spreadsheets. You might have some assist for people on that. I That's love it. huge. It's fun. I mean, I like doing all that stuff. It's fun, but she also like, I think it's really important because, you know, she wants to be aware of the situation of too. I think it's great. So what we do though, is like we, you know, sit down and we reallocate. So that way, like, you know, money's going into our general retirement. It goes into a savings account. It goes into a checking account just for bills and mortgage. It goes into our account for daily spending goes into Coinbase and then whatever's left over from that goes into like the slush fund. So, and each of ours is separate at that point. So like whatever other mm -hmm. money she gets is in there. I don't really care about it. She doesn't care about what's in mine and that's just for hobbies Hell and yeah. fun. So at that point, like it is fun money on the side. You, you know, if I, I don't golf, I don't like go, you know, have other like hobbies right now because I'm you know, You're busy, so busy as shit, but doing doctor fun. things. Let, let's caveat <laughs> man is a doctor. Man's wife is a doctor. They're busy as hell. So this has been an easier way to like build a hobby, yeah. like meet some friends and everything. So like whatever money I can, if can put in there, like I'll do it if I find so value in it. And at the beginning there was a lot of wasted money, but now I feel like it's I see, value. even in your NFT journey. So you're saying your slush mm -hmm. fund is where you do NFT stuff or do you count Coinbase and move from there? Or is Coinbase your DCA and you don't touch? Yeah, it's, uh, it's my DCA cool. there. Smart. And then like, you know, I think, and the, I, my lack of enough self-control, like you, like you have, I will at times, like if there's something. Hey, I've, no, I've done that. that. You can't give me credit there. Like I'll have it sitting. If you look at my Coinbase, it's depressing. There was a very high number, yeah. but a couple, a couple, you know, right. a year and a half ago, but I had since moved some back or pulled some out. I just didn't put any new, like checking account dollars into Coinbase yeah. since the beginning of my journey. And I now I've like gotten so far along that even though I want to, I stop myself because I'm like, no, play the game, bro. Play your own game that you yeah. put yourself on. It's a great it game. It is, but it, it again, it, it costs me, I think, some gains, but it also saves me from losses, 100%. Right. I would have right. definitely... And you're probably a lot less stressed out because you're not really worrying That's about true. that, right? No, that, no, no, you're right. The, what happened on my cycling of like where Ed and Hank have like 18 cycles under their belt, I only have like the four or five NFT yeah. ones under my belt. Yeah. What happened is 
once I committed to the dollar amount, and, and again, it, it was $5,000. I'll, I'll be upfront about that. I think I've said that before too. It wasn't a huge number. It's just I was early enough where somehow 1.5 ETH was enough for me to get in the, yeah, I, well, I got awesome. lucky. I picked a few good horses, missed on some other good horses. And then again, play the game, play the game, play the game. But like where I'm at now, it it's that constant thing of like, well, I could put in, I could, well, I it's over here. I could, but that would yeah. derail my other plans, right? You, you outlined, and I appreciate that transparency. Like I have a similar thing. Like before I do anything, it's IRAs, right? Every every month we're doing our IRAs. Mm-hmm. So that's the, our retirement strategy over here at the Brooks House, right? Right now, because we uh, we didn't do 401ks yet. I have one from one of the businesses. Mel doesn't, right? So there's IRAs, then 401k. That's before anything. Like that's my pay yourself before anything else mentality. And then I go into the other things and the yeah. DCAing, which we I do it at a minute level with Coinbase. But I want to say I did do some back and forth and like had a win, changed my mind. It was all in Coinbase. There was many ETH over there (laughs) and I moved it back. The amount of gas fees I paid, there used to be a website you could go to and see. It was so wild. 2021 was like $15,000. 2022, because of how much back and forth and back and forth. And this year, Mark, when I was doing taxes and all that, I thought for sure I had less transactions. I had more. It said I had more because it's just I got better at, I guess, doing them quickly or whatever. Thank God for token tax, coin tracker, all. I don't even care which who you are. PSA for the world here. I keep hearing that less than 1% of people in crypto are paying their taxes. You should consider it. I saw that. Get an 8493. That's the document that basically it categorizes Mm -hmm. investments and pay those people because they will come for you, but it won't be today. They'll come for you in seven years. That's when it's going to happen. It's it's not hard to do either. No, it just costs money, Mark. And I think people hate that. People hate that. Yeah. I paid Cointracker, I don't know, last year it was two grand. This year it was close. Because of my monthlies, I was tracking okay. wallets. I was a hundred bucks a month. And, oh, and then I paid two different okay. softwares, 250. So it was like 1,800 bucks. Now that's me being a nervous guy yeah. of like, I'm overly cautious, overly... But yeah, it's what right. helps me sleep. Because I think, again, everyone knows I'm long-winded. But that's you, you asked me, like, did that help me keep my stress down? And on my journey, being able to have those commitments to my wife or to my business partner on certain things I was going to do in the space was huge. That was the unlock. Yeah. And I wish more people would find their own accountability partner. Ed was that for me. Now you're one. Hink's one, too, whether he knows it or not. We became each other's people to go to for things, but that's mm-hmm. helpful. Ed has seen me freak out, quite literally. Like you you saw it last night where I'm like, <laughs> I think my shit is gone. Ledger said no money. Yeah, that was me the day before. Yeah. The, 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 tech, the tech is frustrating, right? If, if, I guess mm-hmm. I, can, I can be honest about that too. This is our honesty episode of like, we're being honest about our financials. Yes. We're being honest about the numbers. We got to get Hank and Ed to do the same. Be like, okay, how much money did you originally put in Versus how much money came in after that. And, and I want to say, I don't, I don't think I'll never put new money in. I'll, I'm like, I'm, ne- I'm not a never. If there's an interesting opportunity and things like that, uh, that I don't think I could stack to, I could probably make that mental kind of hurdle, get over mm-hmm. it. But it also is less fun in that moment from the gamification I found of like, like Pepe or Nakamigos or these other things yeah. <laughs> yeah. that there is some entertainment level on it 
do you come? I would, I would reckon you don't have the time to do that. Well, when I tried doing that, it did not Mm. go well. And that was like my journey last year before I met you guys really like, cause you're trying to, you have to be on it all the time. Can't do it. And you can't, it's not possible. And I don't think that my life really turned around in web three until I stopped doing that. I really like met you and Ed. It was like the fall of last year, I think. And didn't really worry about like the stress of the day-to-day trading and everything. And, you know, if things go down that I believe in, I know they're going to go up long-term and that's kind of where the point is I'm at. Like, yeah, if you're going to do something like get a couple of knock amigos, like as long as you're okay losing it, it's not as stressful. Oh yeah. I knew that it was totally okay. If that 0.14 or whatever, literally, by the way, I've been dusted multiple times, so I don't want anyone to think, (laughs) okay, I had a win here. I had a win there. The amount of derivatives I bought, including Nakamapes, by the way, which is a d- d- literally worth zero already. Yeah. The amount of those <laughs> I bought, you can see in my hot wallet. You, I can't get rid of them. I did some tax loss harvesting. Yeah. There's a there's. Yeah, right. I don't know if you did this either. There's a website you can like basically sell it to them for point oh oh. Like sell for like point oh yes. yeah right. By the way, that shit works. It's so for those great. of you that either didn't pay your taxes yet or str- that was part of what was that coin? Uh, yes, I think you're right. I think you're right. I okay. went right there and I started shooting like larva dudes and all dumb shit I minted. Yeah. Like the amount of money I lost on that, if again, would be sizable. It would be somebody's annual income for the yeah. amount of money I yeah. dusted off of my couple of wins. So it isn't <laughs> yeah. all, it, it's, it's not all uh, sunshine and, and rainbows. It's that my mental health is better now yes. that I've been disconnected from daily floor price watching that even well when you got me and i think you were talking about nakamigos like yes. what, a couple weeks ago and they had one dip and i think i was like all right i'm gonna like buy in on these i just got like two of them and they were going up but then like you know it was like mm-hmm. a sunday or something and i spent like most of my sunday like it watching it like all right do I, like do i need to dump it now yes. like you know i have a hard time just like setting for me personally i have a hard time setting a, a yep. price. And if it hits that, I you know take it. That's good. What'd you end up but doing? Is it okay to ask just, that? What'd you end up doing with the Migos? Yeah, I think like the two that I. So this was my problem. Yep. I bought two and yep. they doubled, and then they dipped like a tiny bit. And I'm like, okay, I'll get one more because I think they'll go up a little bit more. And then they like dropped right. a little bit. So I ended up like I think all in all like I like got like point two point three out of it, Hello. which is yeah. great. Yeah, okay, yes, profit. Right. You so I'm not complaining at all. Like a rock. I don't know what they're at now. I didn't, I just, I didn't get good. caught. Yeah. I was able to like net 0. 0.2 or 0. 0.3, but it wasn't like worth no, the oh, time I spent not. on it and like the anxiety. Like it's different if you get them like really early and you can ride yes. it out. Like I have a couple friends that got them, you know, 0. 0.02. Oh, like that's a whole different story. That's so entertaining. But like when that's entertaining, yes, exactly. That's almost positive anxiety. When you knew your in was mm-hmm. so low, that is, mm-hmm. I've had a few moments like that in, in the NFT land where it's like, while it still has like moments where your chest tightens because you're like, why is that worth $8,000? I don't understand. Right, like, what right, is that? Right. But there's an excitement right. because you didn't pay that. I had the opposite experience. Yeah. I won't even name it because people know I've shit on them a little bit over it. Yeah. But like I've paid the top <laughs> on a few things and that doesn't feel good. So looping it back around to where we're at the April the 19th, we have a mint that's going to be 0.25. We're all excited about it because, again, mm-hmm. 
We're in New York. We met literally people from the community. I look at it as a membership pass type mentality. You, you, you know yeah. I've always felt that way. And ultimately, I feel, and again, not financial advice, but the evidence would be that it's very unlikely that this particular Cubrio, if you will, is going to zero immediately after minting. It's so unlikely. There's right. a very low chance just because of market pressure of there's people that want a certain amount of these. There's going to be people that want a multiple of their holdings. There's going to be a people that want one-to-one with their bits. Then there's going to be the new people mm-hmm. that you spoke about that, I, I again, I think is important that will only have cubs. And here's where I'm intrigued your take. Knowing what we know about Killer Cubs about the team of what Mikhail, Ben, Bean, Memo, how they've done this. What are the odds that there's absolutely nothing for a holder that's Cub only? It feels like a zero to me. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. a zero. I'm not crazy, right? right. Go yeah. ahead. I mean, they even you know released today, like when you stake it. One, there's going to be entertainment value because each week it's going to change somehow. So it's probably going to grow. You know. Cubrio, oh, like in the dashboard. It's going to be fun I might need you guys to teach me about that. Yeah. I've not actually had anything to stake before with them. Because you can't okay. stake just a bit. Yeah, you can just... Yet. I don't... Oh, yeah, correct. Correct. Um, you'll be able to watch it daily. Like, you know, go to OpenSea and it'll change. And, I love that. You know, each... Well, it'll be weekly yeah. for this. But uh, when you're staking, it's daily otherwise. So there's entertainment built in that way. And you're going to be able to come out with some kind of traits at the end. And we know that even with adding a whole bunch of traits, there's going to be ways to burn them or merge them into cooler ones. So they're going to hold value. So there, there is inherent value, even if you just have a cub, let alone like getting into either Twitter's groups or Discord and like hanging mm-hmm. out and meeting people and having friends. Like it's a great community. Of people. Can't so I still get a depends rare? How you define I can still value. get a rare technically, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. They said that even if you're just staking just the cub alone, that it's a base trait, but the base traits can be interesting. Rare. And now if I don't stake, so, yeah. it won't change and I can only sell the, the mm-hmm. unstaked cubrio. Is that true? From my understanding, I'm yes. Trying, I, I've always, and, go ahead, please, sorry. No, I, I did see somewhere today, like maybe a couple hours ago or recently that you can even unstake. And if you've made it to like week two or three, you don't go back oh, to the beginning. So it's like a held point of you don't have to reset. it's an eight-weeker, right? Uh, something, yeah. Correct. Before, so it's an yeah. eight-week pre-reveal, essentially, if we're using terms from the space prior yeah, to now. that's, yeah. And, and the interesting thing is they've always done stuff like this that's innovative but native, if that makes sense, right? It's innovative yeah. because they're adding the entertainment, they're adding the collectability, they're adding the gamification to something we've seen, which is a delayed reveal. We haven't always had an eight-week mm-hmm. delayed reveal. Um, that's rare. The only one I can connect to that was l- that long, if not longer, initially went really well, and then Artifact fumbled some bags, but the monolith, uh, I don't know if you've heard of that or remember that. I'm not What familiar. happened there, another, again, you get accidental wins in the space, by holding a clone at the time, you got airdropped this box, that was a monolith. Now, okay. hindsight, I wish I sold it when it hit like 11 or something like that. But I uh-huh. opened it, but they, it took many, many weeks of they had like puzzling and all these cool things. It really was engaging for those doing the puzzles. 
They were incredibly complex, so I was not doing okay. them, but thankful that there's a lot of internet sleuthers uh, that figured it out. <laughs> yeah. I was more the passive like cheerleader, but I learned something. And again, I think so did Ben and the Kill Bears team. They're making it fun and not having us have to like jump through a ton of hoops because some of those hoops mm-hmm. burned the other segment of people. That, that, that was all last year where people were like, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be blunt. People were like, fuck this. I don't understand why I have to do this stuff. But I also saw the perspective artifact was trying to do. They're like, we are making this really fun and engaging. But I think the miss they had is they were trying to force everyone to hang out instead of organically mm. people want to hang out. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, it's a big right. problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this seeing today like some some Twitter groups form with people who are just going to be planning on minting Cubs tomorrow and that their entry group, like there's already this outreach to bring in new members and make them feel like they've been here for a while. And there's not like a wall of like elite level OG holders that are not wanting to talk to the new people. I think it's great. Like they're genuinely, as we found out last week, meeting everybody, they're genuinely nice people. I think that was this, you know, that that was the cherry on top because you could think, okay, you know, there's protecting their bags. They know that they want to make sure we get more people in, but that wasn't the case. I'm sure there's, there's some of them, but like overall, like everybody was so nice. You know, you and I got along with everyone. Like we were friends for a long time. Like even my wife, like meeting people, like she, we were leaving and she's like, this is a great group of people. Like, I didn't think this is what your internet friends are going to be like, but like this was, well, we internet friends get a bad like, rap, right? We get words like DJ. They do. Get, yeah. Like, like we're, we're <laughs> right. these people in a hole kind of thing. Well, I, I think, and, and I want to I wanna close with this for, for what we're recording today, like the new people thing that you appropriately corrected yeah. me on earlier, the, the importance on it is high. And when you see some of your most active holders, there's, and, and I want to be very clear, Kill Bears is not the only community that this happens in, but when you see some of your most active or some of your biggest bag holders be incredibly generous you're, you're one of them. You've gifted things before. I've seen it tonight. Literally, I mean, this won't go out until then, but tonight, the 19th, there's a giveaway for a Cub Pass on a community-led spaces. And that's a Cub Pass that's coming from a community member's wallet. That's not coming from the Kill Bears wallet. They're doing giveaways too. Like I'm not, they're doing cool things. But when you see stuff like that, I believe those are like the green flags in life, right? And when you see a lot of negative things, those are the red flags in life. So to you froze what's that or did i i said you froze internet that's okay brian will or did i freeze froze yeah i said when you said or when you see is what the last when when you see more green flags than red flags in terms of like the symbols that the group that enjoys this thing i'm gonna end up just start calling it fans when the fans of killer bears Mm -hmm. are not crazy zealots because that, and, and we could take this into music and movies. There's some people that are like super fans. We'll ask Ed because he's so knowledgeable about movies. Like, what movie has the yes. shittiest fans? Like, no offense to Philadelphia Eagles fans because Ed and Hank are Philly Eagles fans, but they, <laughs> but they're rude to people. They don't do well with opposing yeah. teams. If you're wearing the wrong thing, they'll shit all over you. Like, that's not a great environment to bring in new people. Right. I'm looking for the environments where new people get welcomed where there's a there's almost like a high five in waiting 
and someone's at least willing to have a conversation. What, what do you think? What's, what's right. the new experience for a person supposed to look like for, in your opinion? Well, I think that it's important to understand that the new experience doesn't look the same to everybody. And I think that's where it's been great. Like when you are welcomed, like for me, when I was welcomed into the killer bears community, you're put into different chat groups. There's the discord, you know, you people even text you like at some point you're going to find a group of people within the community that you really vibe with. And, but you know, it could be a lot of people like for me, it's in different areas, but if you are somebody with similar interests, you're going to find it within there because you're going to find the different groups and you're not going to just say, well, I'm just going to leave this whole community altogether. And I think everyone's aware, you know, everyone's so open-minded and I think that's what helps grow in the first place. There were so many people from different backgrounds that are in this that have like had different web two careers and lives, but we're all in this kind of, you know, I think for a while it must, it may have been like people in their thirties, forties who have, you know, made money elsewhere. So this isn't their degen life. You know, this is their other money. And that makes it a little bit more enjoyable because you're not stressed out. You're not trying to flip. And and there still are people that do that, but you're going to find somebody similar to you. And the outreach is like immediate here. I mean, look at this, like with the Cub Mint tomorrow, there's already outreach going on by bringing in people who are going to mint tomorrow. So this is even before they've committed just to start getting to know people. And when you feel that way, it is like going to a friend's house where there's some of their friends you haven't met yet. And they're the one helping you with that transition. That's what it feels like to me where I'm not going into a cold room, which again, I'm a little more comfortable with that than some other people. Anyway, I'm a bit of a talker, if you will, but I, (laughs) you you know, I mean, whatever. I might say hi to strangers and stuff, but I love going to this again, how I met you, Ed helping us connect. And then we've created our, we're, we're obviously still friends in the triumvirate and Hinks in there as well. But we can have a moment yes. like this. We we can have a conversation. We we can text. We can talk. The the friendships can be one to one, one to one to one, three and two. Like it mm-hmm. really has the the layers and the nuance of what you would expect, but around that central fandom. And that fandom can right. be an IP, it could be the space as a whole, or I gotta be honest, it could just be the people you're hanging out with. And that is like our long tail of, I'm just excited. Like episodes like this are really fun because I get to ask questions that literally just bounce around in my mind. We're going to be able to have cool people on from killer bears, from related, from, you know, we, we've got Mulligan was on just recently. We got Snowfro coming. We got like cool people all over the spectrum of NFT because all we want is to get to know them and one another. And I think that the more of us, and I don't mean just us four, I do mean the, the royal us that all folks in the space can come in with that like positive curiosity of like, is there a friend here? Is there maybe someone here? Not, a, I would argue for all that while negativity reigns on social, there's fewer negative people in the space than positive. In fact, I would say it's probably 90-10, positive to negative. It's that yeah. those 10% negative are more likely to post. And that is the noise to cut through. Yeah. So that's my, my soapbox moment of like, I'll, I'll get way to end it on there. This is a very positive, fun space. If you can avoid 
getting affected by the 10% of people that were probably going to mm-hmm. be upset anyway. They were maybe not, yeah. maybe, maybe they're not having a great day. And I actually feel for them on that. I can't fix it, but I feel for them on that. But I'm having a better day because I got to talk to you, my man. So we'll jump off. There's a cool spaces tonight that will be retro for anybody listening to this. I'm very excited (laughs) about the mint and we'll just, we'll keep it rocking and rolling. Yeah. It's great chatting with you tonight. Big thanks to Mark for joining me on this journey. Again, I've got so many questions about how people process kind of the, the mental load of hanging out here in NFT land. And while I absolutely dig it, I mean, it's literally a hobby that became a passion that became the way to make phenomenal friends in life. I I know that there's aspects of it that can be taxing. And I like talking about that. I like talking about a lot of things. And I think that's what this podcast is about from all the different episodes. And it wouldn't be worth it if not for you. So thank you so much for listening, for supporting, for saying hi on Twitter, jumping in the Discord, and making this just an awesome place to hang out. Have an incredible week.